Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. 866-WS-RADIO if you want to call us. You can get us in multiple ways. You can get us on Twitter, uh, Marsha Collier. I'm at Real Mark Cohen. You can get us at Gmail, Mark and Marsha at gmail.com. Uh, you can get us on the web at ComputerAndTechnologyRadio.com on Facebook. And, Marsha, you can get us where else? Twubs? Uh, twubs.com, T-W-U-B-S dot com slash tech radio. And I can see all your tweets there as long as you hashtag them tech radio. And I can answer during the commercial break. Wee! Cool. Uh, I am working I know, right? with my favorite company, Earthlink, who <laughs> I hate more than, I don't know, anything else I can think of. I've <laughs> spent 15 years with Earthlink. Now you ask, why do I spend 15 years with Earthlink? Unfortunately, we're up in an area where there's no cable. I have to deal with AT&T and an Internet provider. And so every, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, I have Internet issues. Well, since yesterday at about 2 o'clock, Earthlink's down in many parts of Southern California. Just not working. Nothing's working. They tell me it'll be up and running at 7 o'clock tonight. Of course, when last night I asked them, they told me it'll be running at 12 p.m. this afternoon. So I thought, okay, it's just at the start of the show. So I'm kind of winging in on my iPad and through my LTE connection, which is okay at the moment. But unfortunately, I live in an area where I need a booster for signal, and the booster doesn't work because the Internet's down. So lots of fun. Uh, you oh, have, what, what do you the, use? By the way, I wanted – oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, what, 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 how do you get your Internet? It's cable, right? Cable, and they raised the rates again at Time Warner Cable. We have one DVR, right? Yep. Because we use Dish Network, and I mainly have it for the Internet. Right. My last bill was $159. Wow. No, that's and just... And I'm on standard cable. That's TV, standard TV, a DVR, okay. an extra outlet, and whoopee. And that's no... That's not telephone also. No, I don't I don't believe in that. I don't want everything to go. I can't rely right. on one person. Well, right, and I agree. We've discussed that. Wow. Um, but Crazy. with the possible merger with um, Comcast yep. from Time Warner Cable, I mean, that is something I really am afraid of because, I mean, the custom, if you think customer service is bad anywhere else, one of the I top three worst in the country, by all the studies, is who? Comcast. Yeah, that's so, what I hear. And uh, I will tell you that it's funny that the, that here in Southern California, uh, we love the Dodgers. You know, many of us, March, are used to work for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 80% of Los Angeles can't watch the Dodgers because Time Warner Cable started a new service called uh, Warn, uh, Sportsnet, I think it's called. Cable something, Warner Sportsnet. And Dish Network and DirecTV have not signed on. So 80% of the people in the uh, Southern California area cannot watch their beloved Dodgers. And now we're about two weeks into the season. This happened with the Lakers with the same thing about a year ago. And by the opening game, they had, I think it was opening game, they had connected with DirecTV but not Dish Network. Dish Network still doesn't carry the Lakers. And now only... Time Warner Sports is carrying the Lakers, uh, the Dodgers. Well, a little trick for anybody who happens to have Time Warner for Internet only. Time Warner does have an app that I think you can sign on with your login, and you can see it on a mobile device like a tablet. 
Oh, interesting. That's so a, that yeah. Is, yeah, that is so. Look for the Time Warner app. Okay. If you have, or borrow someone's login. Uh, did I say that? I didn't. No, say God that. no, no. God no. But uh, you know, if you know a friend who doesn't watch the Dodgers, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean it's crazy. I'm telling you. By the way, I'm using uh, Puffin, which I talked about last week, um, which is this As your browser. browser. Yeah, you right. know what? It is so much faster than Safari. I'm shocked. I did have a problem. Well, there's the first also week. another one called Do- Dolphin, which is really good. Dolphin, I haven't tried that, but the, but the Puffin loads. Uh, uh, I can't believe how much faster it loads, and it's free. As I mentioned last week, there's a uh, you have to pay 99 cents. I think it's for a year to get the Flash content if you want that, which is not really that expensive. No. Uh, but um, anyway, Marsh, I want to talk about the heart bleed virus or heart bleed. Oh, I have a lot on that, but before we go, I just wanted. To let you know on that topic, Comcast was rated by the Consumerist, the worst company in America. Oh, that's nice. Um, right behind them is Monsanto, you know, who makes the GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, worst company in America. Can you imagine that's if they merged the Time Warner? That's um, horrific. Are you into uh, watching your GMOs now, for those who don't know what we're talking about? Gen- genetically modified GM. What's the O? Genetically uh, modified whatever stuff. Organisms. Anyway, we, what is it? Wait. Organisms. Organisms. Okay. Boy, is that anything that sounds like you want to put in your body? Uh, it's just terrible. Uh, as far as I go on GMOs, I try to buy non-GMO stuff. Yeah, I think we all are but, trying to do uh, that. Yeah, I mean, but still. It's a little friend. Who knows? Um, okay, so why don't we talk about, because it's, it's in the news, it's everywhere, this... Um, the heart bleed, I, they're not really calling it a virus, it's a... Uh, it's a vulnerability, and before, yeah. you, before you talk about it, I just, and I pulled up the story so I can share it. Did you know that the NSA has known about the heart bleed bug yeah. for over two years? Yeah, it's amazing. They have been using it <laughs> and decided to keep it secret in pursuit of, quote, national security interests. Um, so that they could do a little further observing of yeah, people. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, it's one of the biggest flaws in Internet history, and it affects the basic security that we all rely on, which is the SSL, sec- Secure Something Locker. The Open SSL. I've right. written about it over the years. It's been around forever, but it's what protects your transactions. And it affects the security as much as two-thirds of the world's websites. Yeah, I've actually got a list of the social networks that I want to give you that were were or were not affected by it. Uh, yeah, were you I, aware, by the way, that the NSA can now predict what uh, sex your baby's going to be? Cute, real cute. <laughs> um, all right, so social networks. This is the list of what the what they say the social network and was it affected? Facebook, they say yes, it was affected, and you do do uh, do you need to change your password? They're saying yes. We added protection. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If the only reason, and I just read this last night, and I did tweet it out, changing your password will not help you in many cases Mm -hmm. um, because the site itself has to update its SSL. Right. And most sites have not done that quite yet. Now, Facebook says they have. They've okay, impl- implemented open, uh, let's see, uh, added protection for Facebook's implementation of open SSL before the issue was publicly disclosed. Well, if it was, if they knew it beforehand, why didn't we know it? 
Um, they say they oh, haven't. Because well, de- the NSA was busy using. Well, it. right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we haven't detected any signs of suspicious account activity, but we encourage people to set up a unique password. So they are suggesting you do that. Uh, also, the same at Instagram. Uh, Which was out quickly. earlier today, by the way. Oh, was Instagram out? Yeah, I saw Twitter going, oh, no, it's not working. Oh, okay. Well, they recommend also you update your password. LinkedIn, no, you don't have to do anything. Um, they didn't use the implementation of OpenSSL, so so LinkedIn is perfectly safe. Uh, Pinterest, yes, needs to be updating their passwords. We fixed the issue, didn't find any evidence, but to caref- extra careful, we encourage them to change their passwords. You know, I haven't actually changed my password on Facebook yet. Uh, Tumblr, yes, update your password. Twitter, interestingly enough, Twitter came up as unclear. Now, Twi- let me explain a little something about that. Yeah, please. Uh, Twitter, can't, you can set up two-step authentication for your Twitter account. It is a little bit of a pain in the net, but what that does is when you log into Twitter from a new device or if your browser has been updated, Mm -hmm. it will send a code to your telephone, and you have to type in a six-digit code, and you're allowed into the site. Mm -hmm. Aside from possibly changing your password, anybody who uses Twitter needs to go immediately into your settings and set up the two-step authentication. And did you go in and change your Twitter password? No. Okay. Why don't you share your password with us so we can see if it works? Well, actually, the password I use for Twitter is the most complex of all my passwords. Interesting. Really? You know, yes. Interesting. It is the single most complex, plus I have two-step authentication. Same thing with Google. I also have, like, Bizarro thing, and you're supposed to change it with, uh, supposedly change it with Google, but Google said that users don't need to change their passwords because of the previous vulnerability. So okay. uh, they Apple, applied patches. All right. Apple, no. They didn't inc- incorporate uh, any vulnerable software. Amazon, good to know because I use Amazon all the time. No, they're not affected. Google, yes. Uh, and Google said users do not need to change their passwords, but because of previous vulnerability, better yeah, be safe. Yeah, that's what I just said, because, right, the, because they applied the pass, patches. Right. Um, one of the questions that came up to me was about eBay. Yes. Now, eBay it was, was okay. interesting that PayPal issued a statement about it, mm-hmm. but just like it's a whole different company, eBay said nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but the truth is, eBay has never run a vulnerable version of OpenSSL. They've had their right. own since they the were beginning. List, they were, yeah, they were on the good list. Um, um, so, And the same thing with PayPal. PayPal, right. not not a problem. So you're safe there. Uh, Microsoft, um, you're safe. Uh, Yahoo, not safe. They recommend that you update your passwords on Yahoo because there were issues on Yahoo. Uh, AOL email was not affected, but Gmail was. Uh, it said, but Google said that users do not need to change their passwords because of the previous vulnerability, as you talked about, Marcia. Uh, right. Hotmail is okay. Yahoo okay, Mail Okay, and just not. to throw this in in the end, none of the major banks have been vulnerable because right. they have their own. own but security. there is an article on Mashable, which I will tweet right now, which gives you the list. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. This is Marcia Collier here with Mark Cohen, Bleeding Hearts. On WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are you confused about using social media for your online marketplace business? You know how to run your business, but now you're supposed to be on TwitBook or InstaFace or something like that. The complications make your head spin. Social Beacon by PageMage is here to make it easy. Whether eBay, Amazon, or Etsy, Social Beacon will help you promote and grow your business across social networks like Pinterest and Facebook. And did we mention it's free? You know you need to do it. Start at PageMage.com. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life, and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And Mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. Advantage, the best way to find new Amazon inventory using only your smartphone. Scan any barcode and in less than five seconds, Profit Bandit shows you Amazon sales rank, competing offers, whether Amazon selling the item, who has the buy box, your potential Amazon profit, and more. Customizable settings allow you to calculate FBA or MFN profit down to the penny. Available for iPhone and Android, so your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit sellerengine.com forward slash ask Janelle for a special offer. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And Marsha, just a second, we're going to have our guest. We're rounding him up. Um, and anyway, so okay, it's been... let me just let me just make a quick announcement. Yeah, please. Those of you who have Google Glass Envy. Yeah, I saw that. What? Guess what? It will be available to anyone in the United States for one day only. Now, remember, this comes with a pretty pricey price tag of $1,500. Yep. The offer will begin on April 15th at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. It includes, the, obviously, the frames uh, or shades. Um, I have shades because they have sunglasses that attach to it, the whole thing. Um, so they're definitely trying something new. Um, you can sign up now. I will tweet the link. But you sign up on google.com slash glass slash start how to get one. And there is hyphens how hyphen to get one. Hyphens in between that. I would love to know, I mean, is it a production issue or are they just being an elitist company? 
No, um, I think the way they push updates to it is uh, pretty awesome. So, you know, the bottom line is they are, it's still in beta is, is what I'd say. So you are testing it, but if you can afford a $1,500 cool toy, <laughs> toy. <laughs> pretty much, that's what I, uh, yeah, what can I say? Uh, do it. Do it, because it is a fun toy. It's a great thing. I don't use it every day. Um, I'll be going to a couple events where I'm, now they have a live stream app, and I'm going to be using that uh, real soon. And I'll tell you about that later if we have time, but probably not today. Okay. It's pretty awesome. It's a fun toy. But it's friggin' $1,500. And if you're bringing up kids and you got kids, I just tweeted the link. Um, you know, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's a little bit expensive. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, Marsha, why don't we you tell us? Guest. Yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about our guest? Okay, well, my story with not our guest, but the founder of the company, um, James, started Contour Design in 1995. And I met them, met James originally at a trade show. I had such pain in my hand from mousing, because I was a graphic designer at the time, that uh, I couldn't even make a fist. And James looked at me, and he touched my arm, and he suggested a mouse that they had invented called the Contour Mouse, which we've talked about before mm -hmm. that comes in six sizes. Mm -hmm. I used it, and it cured my hand. It was amazing. But then a couple years later, I was getting between my wrist and elbow pain, you know, the tendon down, yep. I, I don't know what it's called. Mm -hmm. But then I he suggested something called a roller mouse, which he had just invented. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a new version of the roller mouse, and to be honest with you, I don't use the roller mouse all the time. I go back and forth. I'll spend a month and a half on the regular mouse, then I go to roller mouse. And I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, but our guest is Brett Hudson, and he is from Contour Design, at Contour Design on Twitter. And we're going to talk about the new roller mouse and answer my question. Should I be using roller mouse all the time, Brett? Hey, Marcia, it's Brett over here. Um, so thank you for having me, uh, first and foremost. Um, I think that your particular situation represents a lot of our end users um, when it comes to transitioning from, obviously, the standard mouse situation where you find yourself in a bit of pain, um, transitioning to our handheld version, which, as you mentioned, is the contour mouse, and that is something that we've had around for 17 years and with the inception of the roller mouse, it really does give you another option in terms of mousing with two hands or mousing with one hand, essentially reconfiguring you so you're mousing with your fingertips as opposed to the standard uh, reach, grab, and grasp for the mouse. So in your particular situation, I commonly recommend this for people who can switch over one mouse or, or sort of a handheld solution to the roller mouse itself. As long as you're creating variants in your behavior, and that really does sort of reflect ergonomics 101. We want people to be dynamic. Um, the roller mouse itself is a tool uh, that helps you sort of get reconfigured to this better, healthier posture. But being able to switch from one unit, as long as it's healthy and it's keeping your wrist in a nice neutral posture when you're using it, um, transitioning from that to the roller mouse over time does really benefit you, allows you to sort of share the load among different muscle groups, and allows you to create that variance in behavior that keeps you from developing this 
sort of repetitive stress over time of doing the same thing over and over and over again. So I definitely would recommend what you're doing, Marsha. Oh, good, because like right now I'm getting a little cramp in my fingers, <laughs> so I think I'm, I'm going to plug in the roller mouse when I uh, get Perfect. back. I know Mark has a question. Yeah, Brett, how did you start? Absolutely. How did this design come up, and was it that you started to have your own issues with this, and you said there's got to be a better way? Uh, great question, Mark. So I think part of it was seeing the paradigm shift in the overall injury patterns that we were looking to address within the worker population. So back in 1995, all you would really hear about is carpal tunnel syndrome, carpal tunnel syndrome. Right, my wrist right, hurts, right. My hand hurts, right. Well, that sort of shifted, and we started seeing over the next 10 years these injury patterns that were, I'm going to use the word proximally, so they were moving up towards the neck. So we started seeing things like uh, lateral epicondylitis, or what they even call mousing elbow now. So you get this pain in your elbow from bending and extending it over time many, many times. Of course, you're also getting these injuries that we're seeing towards the shoulder, bursitis, rotator cuff problems. And that really does stem from the primary mechanism of having your arm reached out to the side and bending it back and forth and creating the sort of contact stress by moving your mouse and dragging it on a surface all day. So when we started seeing this shift in injury patterns, we needed to develop a, an overall product, um, you know, design a mouse itself that would change the user's posture from their, I'm going to call it from their navel or their belly all the way up. Uh, we needed to make sure that we were addressing sort of this spinal alignment um, because if you look at the origins of some of these injuries, they really do come from the spine and sort of that malalignment of one arm relative to the other, other and being out of balance in that sense. And people don't so, realize that. They think it's right. all in the arm, but it really isn't. Also, the height of the arms of your chair have a lot to do with it, but go ahead. Correct. Absolutely, Marsha. I, I entirely agree with you. And when we started seeing these, these injury patterns shift, that definitely was a motivator. So in 2001, we incepted the roller mouse to address this change in injury rate itself and injury pattern itself. Um, I think a lot of us in the company, to, to more directly answer Mark's question, a lot of us in the company actually have personal experience with this, and it motivated us not only to try the roller mouse out but to, uh, like, like many others, fall in love with it and use it as our primary device. But also, I was lucky enough to uh, become a part of the company at a time when we were still redesigning the roller mouse itself and really, um, I would say, just becoming part of the whole process itself while being an avid user um, and an advocate myself of it. So I think a lot of us in the office share that same story that Marsha has. Yeah. Um, and, we're yeah, we're avid roller mouse users ourselves. Great. Okay, I want you, because I'm sure you can do this better than I can, I will tweet out a link to the roller mouse now, but okay. describe it to people. Describe how it changes you your it. mousing pattern. Because it's, it's um, unique. <laughs> you got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the best I can here. So imagine just, okay, so I, I liken it to being a painter. So if you're a painter and you have a, uh, you know, a painting roller and you're, you're painting a wall um, and using a roller to do it. You're standing up and you're performing this motion over and over again, up and down, up and down, up and down. Well, now take that same posture, have somebody sitting down, bring the arm more at heart level, and you're doing the same thing with a mouse all day on a desk surface. So we're taking that particular, I guess, form, that particular posture. And what the roller mouse does, it actually operates as um, a centrally located pointing device. So instead of having this mouse, that you grab with one hand. Um, now you have a mouse that sits in front of the keyboard, 
uh, right below the space bar. Um, and it has a roller bar that rolls and glides. And this roller bar becomes your mechanism in terms of operating this cursor. Um, so instead of using a mouse to guide the cursor and moving your mouse around, cursor follows the mouse movement, you're using this roller bar that'll roll forward, it'll glide left and right, and when performing those two motions together, it'll perform a circular motion. So essentially you have all your, per, your essential directions that you can go with a standard mouse, you're mimicking it with a roller mouse using this roller bar. And as you're sitting in front of your computer, you have no need to bring your hand out to the side anymore. All of your operations are performed at your fingertips, and ideally we want the user to use their index and middle finger um, of their dominant hand to use the roller bar. So most people, again, 90% of the population, that would be right-handers. So you have one hand, the right hand, operating this roller bar, and we also have these buttons in the center. So we have this center unit that contains five active buttons and a scroll wheel and also I know, a cursor that, speed button. That's yeah, crazy. It's just crazy. It takes me. It's taken me a while to figure out there's one button for copy, another right. one for paste, right. so you don't have to control the Control-C, and there's yeah, a double-click button where you don't have to tap it twice. You just tap it once, and it double-clicks. And what are the other ones? So you're right. The, the one-touch double-click is actually probably our most popular. So we have a one-touch double-click at the bottom. It's, it's sort of shaped like a baseball diamond. Um, so the one-touch double-click is at the bottom. We have a standard left-click, a right-click, a copy and paste. We have a frictionless scroll wheel in the center. So if you're using PDF, Word, Excel documents, you can scroll up and down or even scroll left and right. Um, we also have a cursor speed selector, and that cursor speed selector is actually quite vital. It allows users, it's, it's just one of the many customizations that we have as part of the roller mouse, so the user can really form fit it to their preferences. Um, the, the cursor speed selector is probably your most basic example. It allows the user to increase the cursor speed, which I'm going to be honest, is kind of a misnomer. What we're looking to do is increase the cursor range. Um, and that's measured in dots per inch. I know oh, DPI is a very okay. popular term. Oh, okay. I know right? that wasn't really clear, and I've never figured that out. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're working, you know, as most of us are nowadays, we work with multiple screens. Uh, one screen just doesn't do it. We have several different programs we have interacting uh, that are interacting within one basic um, operating system. So you have many different dual screen users. So in order for the cursor to traverse across this large area. We wait, have wait, 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 wait. We yeah, have to talk to you for a second. We're going to go to you a commercial it. break, and then we'll have you right back with us. Yeah, don't go away. 866-WS-RADIO. If you have any questions about this, we will be right back. This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen and Brett Hudson from Contour Design on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Meet Profit Bandit, the best way to find new Amazon inventory using only your smartphone. Scan any barcode and in less than five seconds, Profit Bandit shows you Amazon sales rank, competing offers, whether Amazon selling the item, who has the buy box, your potential Amazon profit, and more. Customizable settings allow you to calculate FBA or MFN profit down to the penny. Available for iPhone and Android, and your satisfaction is guaranteed. Visit SellerEngine.com forward slash Ash Janelle for a special offer. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing 
is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's IQPAKK.com to learn more. The key to a successful business is astute and solid promotion. Instant Imprints offers limitless solutions and everything you need to promote your business, event, or cause. From t-shirts to banners, trade show displays, mugs, business cards, we can imprint on anything from pens, golf balls, clothing, vehicles, and any type of customer giveaways. In order to grow, you must promote, and Instant Imprints is your full-service company to help you in all of your marketing and promotional needs. Locally owned and operated in prices that will be music to your budget and a turnaround time that will make you smile. Two San Diego locations to serve you, downtown and in Mira Mesa at Flanders. It's Instant Imprints for all your promotional needs. Remember our name, Instant Imprints. Your online marketplace business can't thrive without social media marketing. Facebook and others are free, but cost you time. Social Beacon by PageMage is free and will save you time. Easily and simultaneously, post your eBay, Amazon, and Etsy businesses across social networks like Pinterest and Facebook. Get guidance to be an effective social marketer, not a listing spammer. You'll see measurable results to know what works. And did we mention Social Beacon is free at PageMage.com.